Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. You're probably wondering. I got some people tweeting at me and Instagram DMing me. Where was your podcast on Friday morning? Well, I realized there was so much going on in the NFL draft and the first round ends, you know, for some of you guys on the East Coast, like midnight. The next, the draft starts the second round for me on the West Coast at four. I'm like, you know, a lot's going to go on. And the second and third round, you get a lot of famous players. You get a lot of action. And I just didn't want the thing to not, I mean, it's going to be hard to be an evergreen podcast because obviously the fourth through seventh rounds. But let's be honest. Most of you guys are not going to know that many names in that group, including myself. But the second and third round, you're getting a lot of famous guys going. And especially the second round with a bunch of top-end talent. So I thought I'd wait for a little Saturday morning podcast. But, you know, the majority of this is going to be spent on the first round. And we'll just kind of work our way around. And I'm going to apologize now. I'm probably going to leave out some teams. I'm probably going to miss some moments. We got some time during quarantine. I'm trying to get to it all. I know a lot of people listen that are a fan of a lot of different teams, and we'll just try to cover it all over this next month. Luckily, I mean, not, not like there's anything else going on. DMs wide open, probably won't get to any Middlecoff mailbag DMs, just too much else going on. I might as well just cover some drafts, probably get into that next week. Uh, also, for those of you that have gone to the podcast and uh, left a review, Apple review, I greatly appreciate that. Three and Out Podcast, please leave a review if you like that. I think the number one story 
of Friday night, pretty clear what that was, right? It was Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. And I think there's a lot of different ways to look at this. The first thing, though, that I look at, at with this deal is Aaron Rodgers signed a massive, massive contract. Massive number. And I, he, he signed for $100 million guaranteed. It wasn't, he wasn't a free agent. It was a contract extension. So it just basically kicks in now. $50 million dead cap this year, $30 million dead cap next year, in two years, $17 million. But the year that it's $17 million dead cap, his salary cap, like his cap number, is like almost $40 million. So I, is anyone trading for a, 40, a 38-year-old $40 million cap hit Aaron Rodgers? More than likely, no. But what's the point of thinking big picture? Just live in the here and now. The Green Bay Packers just went 13-3. and And they're not, it's weird because they were good, but they were a flawed 13-3 and team. But like you're 13-3, and you're 13-3, and you have Aaron Rodgers and some good pass rushers and a good running game and Devontae Adams. Like you got a chance. You add a couple pieces, you hit on a wide receiver, you hit on a difference-making, you know, linebacker or, you know, defensive back. Boom. Hell, you're right there in it. But that's clearly not what the Green Bay management thought. And my number one take is, I've been in a place where I've been hired by a certain individual. I was there with the Eagles, hired by Andy, Andy Reid and Howie Roseman. And when they were together, I felt like it was you know, an intense work environment, but felt very supported. I felt like those guys had my back, wanted to see me succeed. Then Chip Kelly came in, it was not the same. Someone called me from the NFL, but we're gonna, I'm rolling right now. Then I went to the, I went, got into the radio business, and what happened? Dude hires me, gives me a show, supports me, and I just got to let it rip. Ratings were high, and I was just letting it fly. And then I got a new boss in, and simply put, the guy was a wuss and did not have my back. I was relieved of my duties because when someone believes in you, whether it's a parent, whether it's a boss, you feel supported. When a guy is your superior and you do not feel supported, it doesn't feel the same, which is weird to say because Rodgers has a ton of money coming his way. He has a ton of, you know, uh, he has a massive contract, but we're all still humans. And that video or that picture on Zoom or the ESPN broadcast of Matt LaFleur smiling ear to ear when he was on the phone with Jordan Love, like, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is a condescending elitist a-hole or just a guy's guy whatever I mean we can pick him apart all we want he's still a human being and he sees that and he goes yeah this guy's gonna like that guy more than me now I'm still way better than Jordan Love it's not like Jordan Love's gonna beat him out but we've all been in those situations where we know who the guy actually wants to succeed and it, it won't probably play a huge role this year but what about next year because clearly internally Gudekinst like that, Gudikins and LaFleur aren't getting any credit for Aaron Rodgers. He's a first bout Hall of Famer, MVPs, Super Bowl champion. They, they have nothing to do with that. But they will if Jordan Love becomes a star. If Jordan, you see, like, part of the reason, listen, I knew Brett Veach was big time. Everyone around him knew he was a part of Deshaun. He was a part of Shady McCoy. Like, he played a role in that. Everyone that knew anything in Kansas City knew he was a big part of Marcus Peters. He was a big part of bringing these guys in. So yeah, he got a ton of credit for Patrick Mahomes, but anyone worth their salt that had been around him, including the guy that mattered the most, Andy Reid, knew how good Brett Veach was. Now, he's gotten a lot of credit for Mahomes, and deservedly so, but that was, he's going to get the most credit for that because that was legitimately his guy. Like He was the decision-making picker behind that selection. Like, that was his 
Like, that was his guy. He beat the drum. He convinced the coach. And Gudikins, like, that was Ted Thompson. That's not him. Aaron Rodgers, nothing to do. But if Jordan Love succeeds, that's him. Like, Howie Roseman, Carson Wentz, when he plays well, he gets credit for that. Pete Carroll, John Snyder, Russell Wilson, they get credit for that. These guys don't get any credit for that. Here's another thing someone in the NFL told me about Aaron Rodgers. He said, look at the offense they run. You don't need the best quarterback ever. They made Kirk Cousins look solid. Hell, Jared Goff led McVay to the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan made Matt Ryan an MVP. Does anyone, I like Matty Ice. Does any one of us think when we close our eyes, Matt Ryan's an MVP type player? Of course not. But with that offense, with that scheme, you can look like that. Jimmy Garoppolo, who I like. At the end of the day, his best, he's probably a BB plus. And Kyle Shanahan, boom, Super Bowl. His first year as a full-time starter. And Jimmy was, Jimmy kind of gets shit on now, but he was really good toward the end of the season. Had a big game against the Saints, had a big game against the Rams, had a big game against Seattle. Win, 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 boom, number one seed. So I, I, these guys, and I, Matt LaFleur, I'm not the biggest fan of, but he's got to be thinking, well, Rodgers doesn't even like me. It, he, does, he won't listen to this scheme that works literally for every quarterback. He's kind of a pain in the ass. I might as well draft my own guy because I don't even need Aaron Rodgers to have success in this offense. Hell, Aaron Rodgers last year wasn't even Aaron Rodgers, and they went 13-3. and Now, the problem with this pick that I have is I get it in theory, and I, I think as a general manager, you always have to think big picture. Uh, we'll get, I mean, Howie Roseman drafted Jalen Hurts today, and we can talk about that a little later. Having quarterbacks are by far the most important asset because you can nitpick Jalen Hurts all you want. If in two years Jalen Hurts is viewed in the NFL as a legitimate starting quarterback, they'll be able to flip him. Same with Jordan Love. Let's say Rodgers starts kicking ass again and winning an MVP in two years. <clears throat> You know what you can do with Jordan Love if he looks good in preseason games and everyone in the NFL likes him? Flip him for a one. So they do have value. But ultimately, unlike the Jalen Hurts pick, these guys drafted Jordan Love to be the quarterback in a couple years. You, you don't trade up in the first round to do that. But you can't get rid of Rodgers in the, you know, the near future. So you're just kind of somewhat in this no-man's land of having Jordan Love, yet next year everyone's going to want you to make the playoffs because you just were 13-3 and number two seed. So, like, going eight wins won't be cool. And it's not like you can get rid of Rodgers after the season. So, you were in position, the 49ers, that were a couple spots before you, that who were pretty dramatically better than you. But, again, it was just you two at the end of the year fighting for the NFC Championship. Jumped you and went to pick 25 to get themselves wide receiver help. Why? Because they needed wide receiver and they got Brandon Ayuk. Why? Because he fits that offense perfectly. Well, why wouldn't you guys do the same? Like, let's face it, Jordan Love-type quarterbacks now are coming out every year. You get Jordan Love next year. But shouldn't you kind of have been aggressive to go get a Jordan Love this year? Or, excuse me, a Brandon Ayuk? Like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, his one legitimate argument would be, well, we were trying to beat the Niners. They jumped us for a wide receiver. And their offense was already better than our offense. How does that make any sense, Gudikins? Gudikins would be like, uh, I don't know what he'd say. Like, well, we like Jordan Love. And I... I, I think the elephant in the room on this story is just going to be something that's not going to go away. Now, don't think I'm naive. Like, the gap between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love is the size of Texas. So, Jordan Love on his best day is not better than Aaron Rodgers on his worst day on one leg right now. It's not even a competition. But in a couple years, as Matt LaFleur gives him everything he has, who knows? Because now Gudikins and Matt LaFleur are invested in this guy succeeding. I, I've never had a child... But I would imagine many people listening have a child. 
And most people, I think our demo's a little younger, so I would imagine if you're you know, 40 and under, your child is single digits. Well, you're invested in that child's success. Why? Because you get credit when your child succeeds. No different than a general manager gets credit when he picks good players or a coach when he coaches up a good player, right? That's part of the deal. And back to what I said, they will never, ever get an ounce of credit for Rodgers. Unlike Belichick, like him and Brady were tied at the hip. So he, he realized, I already got all the Brady credit. That's why he wanted to get Jimmy Garoppolo, get more credit. Like, you know, Bill Walsh got credit for Montana and Steve Young. And these guys just want to get credit for their first quarterback because that kind of separates you in your industry. And you can say, well, John, why, why does that even matter? Just try to win with Rodgers. I think maybe last year they realized, I don't know if we can win huge with Aaron Rodgers anymore. Now, I still think he's pretty good. He's no longer the best quarterback in the country or the country, the National Football League, which is the country beside London, like Gudikin said last night. But he's still damn good. He's still, you know, top five guy. And you, if you got a top five quarterback, if your team's good enough, you can win a Super Bowl. But their wide receivers aren't good enough. They have one good wide receiver, Devontae Adams. The other guys are a bunch of randos. And they had the opportunity on Thursday night to trade up and get one of the top guys, whether it was Justin Jefferson, whether it was Brandon Ayuk. They were right there. They could have got aggressive to do it. And they didn't do it. Just that simple. They chose a quarterback who's not going to play for three years. And now they're in a position where Rodgers is in a tight spot because one of the things he always got sympathy for, that Brett Favre was kind of an asshole to him, well, now, what's Rodgers going to do? Are you going to do the same? Show, shows you, like Timberlake said, what goes around comes around. Well, this exact same thing happened to Rodgers. And what if Rodgers knows this in 05, 06, and 07 while he was backing up Favre? If management was telling his agent, like, tell Aaron, be ready. He's going to be the guy soon. Like, sometimes when you're involved in a shady deal, and then 10 years later, you're on the other side of the shady deal, you start putting yourself in the shoes of the other person, and you go... Well, I know what it was like to be on the other side. I remember McCarthy and Ted Thompson texting my agent and telling me, it's going to be your time soon. We're going to get rid of Favre. Well, what if in a year or two he starts having these weird delusions, or maybe they're true? Who knows that those guys are telling Jordan Love that? Uh, you know, it's hard to think that that's not a possibility. So I, it's, a, it's a very complicated uh, story. Who knows where it's going to go? But bottom line, it's a story. And it's a major story. Aaron Rodgers probably Steph Curry, LeBron James, Brady. I mean, he's way more famous still than Mahomes. Maybe Russell Wilson. Uh, there's not a baseball player even close to any of these guys. So it'd be some NBA players and some NFL quarterbacks. I mean, he's one of the top six or seven most famous domestic athletes. And now he's in the situation once upon a time for the guy that he, you know, booted out. Who was, in my lifetime... I'd say I was born in 84, Jordan, Tiger, you know, LeBron, some of the big guys. I'd say Favre is a borderline top 10 most famous athlete of my lifetime. And Rodgers booted him out, and it was the right thing to do. Now, big picture, the likelihood that Love is ever half as good as Rodgers, hell, you could say probably slim to none, right? If he's ever 75% of Rodgers, you got a legitimate starting quarterback. And that's what made Favre and the Rodgers thing so crazy, right? is because, you know what it turns out? Well, Favre was more fun, and Favre was elite for, you know, three years with Holmgren. If you look at the overall body of the work, Rodgers was a better player. And Love's just not going to be a better player than Rodgers. Because if Love's a better player than Rodgers, he's arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. And that's just, it's just not going to happen. And I, I like Jordan Love. But one thing for Gudikins and 
and LaFleur, and you saw it how happy they were when they drafted him, they're sure as hell going to do everything possible to make him the best quarterback and have him succeed in Green Bay one day. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built... The boxes from scratch had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, 
and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Okay, let's just fire around the league, I guess. I, I don't really have a, uh, a formula for this bad boy. I mean, there's so much going on. As I'm recording this, hell, the, the third round's not even over. We're in pick 106. Goodell's running out of gas. I'm running out of gas, like 9 o'clock on Friday. But let's fire, fire around. Here are just some winners, some teams that I thought really jumped out. One is, listen, this is an easy one, but Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. They're returning basically 95% of their starters. They had Clyde. I can never say his last two names right if the, it's not in front of me. All I know is this. Whenever I watched LSU, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Clyde kicked everyone's ass. Well, Joe Burrow went one. Jefferson went 20-whatever to Minnesota. Jamar Chase, the top 10 pick next year. And Clyde is a first-rounder. And Clyde is a baller. You put that guy with Coach Reed... It's on. You got Clyde, Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek, Hardeman, uh, Sammy, the million other receivers they're rolling out. That offense, holy bejeebus, they're going to be good. And then Willie Gay Jr., the linebacker they draft from Mississippi State. Baller. He was suspended this year because he got caught having academic advisors take their tests. I think 10 guys on the team got caught. Like I, I got news for you. In the NFL, no one cares about academics. <laughs> no one cares. I also got news for you. In, in the real world, no one ever asks you what your GPA is. How much money are you making me? What kind of deals can you bring? What kind of can you benefit this uh, this business? Unless you're a doctor, the media cares a lot about academics because they try hard. In the, in the business real world, no one ever asks you what your GPA is unless you want to go get a graduate degree. And in the NFL, the only graduate degree is schemes. So if you can learn schemes, Willie Gay can run and hit. That's bam, bam, really good picks. The Chargers. Left the first round with Justin Herbert, who, as a quarterback prospect, you can't ask for that more, much, much more, right? It's like people nitpick him, like he doesn't look over, doesn't go from one to two to three. Well, yeah, that's what you coach guys up to do in in the pros. He needs to improve on some stuff in the pros. But when you're six five and you can throw it that far and you are accurate, I can't ask for much more in a top six quarterback pick. Most guys, for the majority of my lifetime, were not, like, super pro-ready. So this guy was a big-time prospect. And then to get Kenneth Murray late in the first round, Kenneth Murray is a baller. To go with Derwin James, Bosa, and Ingram, man, that team is really, really talented. The 49ers got rid of DeForest Buckner. A lot of times, offensive coaches, when they have high picks, love to get offensive players. It's hard to blame them. Do you know what Kyle Shanahan for a 41 or 42-year-old coach realizes? And he was quoted last night. I can scheme offense. Defense is about players. And if you don't have more talent than your opponent on defense, you're usually going to lose. When you look at the history of top-scoring defenses or elite defenses in the NFL, in my lifetime, from the mid-80s up until now, they usually are the most talented. The 85 Bears, the 2000 Ravens. Right, the 2001 Buccaneers. I wasn't even alive, but the Steel Curtain. They usually have countless Hall of Famers. Pete Carroll's defense 
for about four years that was the number one scoring defense in the league. Stacked. Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, Bobby Wagner, Cliff Averill, Michael Bennett, Ballers, the Harbaugh teams, loaded. The defense is about talent. So is offense at quarterback, but a lot of the other positions you can scheme open. And Kyle gets that, and I give him credit because he easily could have taken a wide receiver at 13. He could have taken Judy. He could have taken CeeDee Lamb. He said, you know what? I'm taking Javon Kinlaw, a guy who's six foot five, 320 pounds, and who can replace Buckner and is cheaper. Now, Willie, I don't know. That's the hard part about the draft. He, DeForest Buckner's really good player, but I, I, can't, I can't hate on the pick. And then to come back and isolate a guy that fits perfectly in your offense, who's kind of like a more accomplished version in college of Debo Samuel, at least the one year, Brandon Ayuk, like that's a really good draft. You got two impact players for a team that, you know, you say you're not a player away. Well, the Niners literally were two, three minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. So that's a pretty good first round when you had two picks. I didn't expect them to come out with Kinlaw and Ayuk. That's, That's good. I give Minnesota credit. Justin Jefferson fits their scheme perfectly. You put Justin Jefferson with Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Cousins. They draft an offensive lineman a little later. They get the corner from TCU at the end of the first round. Like They're a well-run operation. I think the question has been this last five or six years, is the quarterback play good enough? Because over the last, really since like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, they've had talent. They've had star players at every position. I expect Justin Jefferson to come in and compete and excel, and produce. Mike, his cousin's good enough. When you get to the playoffs, or competing to get into the playoffs, will he wilt? Because he's not getting any better. To me, it's just, can you function with him? And it's 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 going to be difficult. But their draft was good. The Ravens getting Patrick Queen. I mean, that's an immediate impact player. I mean, God, he's a stud. I think they also, did, did the Ravens, I, I, I'm pretty sure in my head, I got him to, yeah, they took J.K. Dobbins. How, how the hell did the Ravens get J.K. Dobbins? Kid from Ohio State, baller. I saw the Honey Badger tweet. Like, what are they trying to rush for? Like 10,000 yards? I mean, that's Lamar Jackson, J.K., uh, Mark Ingram. That's, God, geez, Louise, and Mark Andrews and, and Marquise Hollywood Brown. They got players, man. They really do. That's That was a good draft. The Dallas Cowboys, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. When you're drafting at 17, a lot of stuff's out of your control. And I, I would never have thought CeeDee Lamb would have been there when they drafted. I also never would have thought I'd see Jerry Jones drafting from his $250 million yacht, but uh, we're here, and he did. So, you know, you put CeeDee Lamb, you put him with Amari Cooper, you put him with Gallup, you put him with Zeke. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, you know, Dak Prescott. I I got no excuses for you. And I actually don't blame. Do you know what I'd do if I was the Cowboys? I don't know if I'd extend them right now. Play this year out on your franchise tag, and, and we'll pay you next year. But let's let's see if you can produce with all these cats because we are loaded on offense. Our defense has some issues. We'll just outscore you. That's going to be the goal. Outscore outscore everybody. Uh, the Eagles got pretty bold. You know, I, I I talked to some people in the league. I know that Twitter freaked out about Rieger, the kid from TCU. Uh, I, I knew a lot of people in the NFL that liked him. You know, thought he was a top thirty five player. Uh, I think the question is why did they take him over Justin Jefferson? The one thing the Eagles really lacked is speed. And, you know, game-changing speed. They have a quarterback that has a game-changing arm. So you got to put him with a guy that can stretch the field. And that's the goal. And the Jalen Hurts thing, listen, I, I don't love him as a quarterback. I don't think he's accurate enough. 
But here's what I do know about Jalen Hurts. He's an NFL running back if he wants to be. And the Taysom Hill, and I, I do think they kind of want to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill couldn't hold Jalen Hurts' jock coming out of college. Definitely not as a runner. I mean, J- Jalen Hurts is an NFL starting running back right now. The instincts, he ran for 2,000 yards and 23 touchdowns at Alabama in the SEC. His stats at Oklahoma, probably a little inflated. The, the conference sucks, you know, as a runner. But he is a dynamic, instinctive runner. And he's, he can throw the ball. I just don't think he's an NFL caliber thrower. But he's good enough to have some trick plays for. I think he can play a major part of the offense. Uh, I think the Jags had a pretty good day. I, I talked to a couple scouts that had C.J. Henderson above Akuda. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's. It, I, I think it was pretty close. But you get him to go with Chase on the outside linebacker pass rusher for LSU to now go with Josh Allen. Like, they got two legit pass rushers. They also have Yannick, who doesn't feel like he's going to get traded, doesn't really have anywhere to go, but they got talent. You know the weird part about the Jacksonville Jaguars? is Since David Calls- Caldwell's been there since uh, 2013, I think was his first year, he's averaged five wins a season over that, like, eight years. And that's inflated by a 10-win season the year they went to the AFC Championship game and, and lost to the Patriots. But... Unlike a lot of teams that just lose like and just feel like, God, your team just sucks, they actually have a lot of talented players. That's one of the most head-scratching parts about the Jaguars is they do have a lot of talent. Uh, a couple head-scratching moves. I-, I wouldn't say losers of the draft, but just... I mean, the Saints took an offensive lineman. I, I was actually a little shocked the Saints didn't take uh, Jordan Love at-, at pick 24. You know, Drew Brees already signed to go with NBC. They don't have a backup quarterback. Not quite sure what they're doing. Maybe they're kind of a sleeper to sign Jameis Winston. Maybe even Cam Newton. Who, who knows? Only time will tell. Now, you could argue the Saints at an interior offensive lineman in Ruiz in the first round. They're still going to be really good. I mean, they're still one of the top, to me, three or four Super Bowl contenders this year. But I thought they had an opportunity to draft Jordan Love. Again, I, I like Jordan Love. I think there's a lot to work with. You have Drew Brees right now. So unless you want to sign Jameis to have him be around Drew for this next year before he retires, I, I don't really get that. Maybe maybe I miss it. Maybe they end up with Jameis Winston here in a week. Maybe that's what happens. One pick I hated, and I, I really felt it this year for the first time ever, is that the media, the media gets these hunches. Now, a lot of people in the media, like Rapsheet or Schefter or Schrager or Lewis Riddick or Daniel Jeremiah, like they are talking to a lot of people in the NFL. But I, got a, I read a lot of mock drafts in which I know, for a fact, those people don't have three NFL executives' numbers in their phone. If you're not constantly asking the NFL what they think of the players, or, like for me, I don't necessarily have to as much because I know how a lot of these guys think, and I know what they look for in players, so it kind of helps me when I evaluate a player if I want to spend some time and watch a player. But most in the media that went to, who knows, Syracuse or Missouri, they got no freaking clue what they look for. And then this media hype train starts, and they start going, this guy's going to go in the top five. This guy's going to go in the top three. And they got no freaking clue what 90% of the general managers in the NFL think. So they go, Isaiah Simmons, this guy's going to change the game. Literally everyone I talk to in the NFL, and most of my friends, as you all know if you've been listening to this podcast, are on playoff teams. Like, some of them have Super Bowl rings, and they're associated with these teams. They go, you know, I... I don't quite see it. I think he's a little more complicated of a player than the media thinks. And 
I, I, I go, everyone's mocking him really high. And in fairness, I did one mock draft like two months ago, and I put him number four to the Giants. I felt stupid like a month later once I realized no way he's going number four overall. Well, the Arizona Cardinals took him at eight. And here's my issue. Steve Kime, who had some success when Bruce Arians was his coach, they drafted a ton of difference-making players and versatile players. Guys like uh, Honey Badger, uh, Deion Buchanan, the kid from Washington State who was really good for them for a while, uh, Tony Jefferson. Like you know, you know a big reason why they had this guy. I don't know his name was Todd Bowles. He was a dynamic defensive coordinator, and now we see him in Tampa, still a dynamic defensive coordinator. Well, once he got a head coaching job, the Arizona Cardinals defense wasn't the same. So you take Isaiah Simmons, who there is a lot to work with, but your head coach is Cliff Kingsbury, who. While he looks good-looking dude who's got a badass pad, I mean, he's probably got the coolest house in coaching NFL history. There's probably like 10 players in the league with cooler houses. I mean, that's a sweet house. And God, he's a good-looking dude. Like, you, you text that picture to a girl you're dating or to your mom, they'll just like, damn, who's that? But can he coach? I don't know. He never won in college, and everyone's acting like he's some genius. He's drafting, he drafted eighth this year. I don't see why they'd be that much more dynamic next year. Well, here's the thing. He knows nothing about defense. Clearly, his defenses have been historically terrible. His defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, has had one of the worst three-year stretches in recent memory. So how is Vance Joseph, who coached the Denver Broncos for two years, and their defense got dramatically worse every year, and now he's coaching the Arizona Cardinals, whose defense was atrocious last year, going to know how to use this guy? I, I just don't see it. And there's going to be so much pressure on this guy because the hype was so big. He's like, Derwin James. What happened to Derwin James? Derwin James went to the Chargers. Well, who was the Chargers defense coordinator? I don't know. Gus Bradley. Well, what did, who did Gus Bradley work with? I don't know. Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Pete Carroll. DB Whisperers. What is Derwin James? A badass under Gus Bradley. I, I just don't see it with Vance Joseph. I don't see it with the Cardinals. I, I, I think they're going to be terrible. I think the hype on the Cardinals, people like, yeah, they might score some points some games, but they won't be able to stop anybody, and their head coach doesn't know how to win. I, I don't really have any major overall takes on the offensive tackles, uh, just because, listen, every time you tack, take an offensive tackle, and let me pull up the draft ticker here. We had the Giants taking Andrew Thomas. We had the Cleveland Browns taking Wills. We had the Jets taking Becton. And we had the Buccaneers taking Worfs. And by 18, we had the Dolphins taking Austin Jackson. So in the top 18 picks, we had five offensive tackles going. Anytime you take an offensive tackle in the first round, or definitely in the top 20, you feel like it's a plug-and-play starter. It's an easy transition. Well, history would show us it's not that easy. It's actually pretty difficult. Because pass protection in the NFL is very hard. Uh, The majority of teams now that you play have dynamic pass rushers. Right, uh, let's just go to a team. Uh, the Browns, they got Jarek Wills. Well, think about the Steelers. They got Watt, who's a badass, and Dupree, badass. Uh, the Ravens, I don't know, Judon, pretty good player. Uh, the Bengals, they don't actually have anybody good. But let's see, Andrew Thomas, the Giants. Well, the Eagles got a couple pass rushers, right? Got a bunch of defensive linemen. You got the Washington Redskins. I don't know. They just drafted a guy named Chase Young, number two overall. Last time I checked, he's decent. Uh, the Cowboys, they gave uh, Demarcus Lawrence, I think, like, what, $55, $60 million guaranteed? So, yeah, uh, they signed Alden Smith. Yeah, big unknown, but he is a freak show. Like, every, every team has good pass rushers. 
So you get these offensive linemen, and it's it sounds a lot easier in theory. And then you're like, God, we got a stretch where we're playing Nick Bosa this week, we're playing Joey Bosa the next week, and then we got Khalil Mack. It never ends. And the moment they sense a weakness, they're like the lions on the prairie. When the, when they see that gazelle that's kind of limping, it's on. And the moment it's a lot like a young offensive tackle trying to get their bearings, trying to be tough, trying to be physical, trying to be cerebral. You got a lot flying at you. And then you got these defensive linemen that are making $100 million that are just natural-born ass kickers that are 250, 260 pounds, that, that bend like a wide receiver, that explode up the field like a running back, that are powerful like a power lifter, that it's hard to deal with. It, it is a more difficult position than I think, and, and I'm guilty too, that we just kind of talk about it. It's hard. So these, these tackles that are all just, oh, we got the right guy, you know, I'd say two out of five of them are going to just not be good. It, it happens every time. Same with the wide receivers. We just think, oh, yeah, I think, you know, there was a stretch today where it was like 10 wide receivers had gone in the top like 50 picks. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Four of the 10 of them are just going to be scrubs. Other two will just be okay. Two will be solid and two will be pro bowlers. We just know that's usually the way it plays out. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards 
on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Somehow Chris Ballard did not have a pick uh, on Thursday and then starts. I, I don't know how he did it. I, I, I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm miffed. But he starts the second round. He takes probably my, I don't know, fifth or sixth favorite wide receiver in this class, Michael Pittman Jr., who will fit in perfectly with Phil Rivers. And then a couple picks later, he gets Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he, he ended up, his first three picks of this draft were DeForest Buckner, a plug-and-play borderline pro bowler, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. That's two, three really, really impactful players. He, he's, a, he's a really, really good GM. The Bears drafted this tight end that's a big physical guy, should help. I mean, their tight end play was so terrible. Then they draft this corner from, uh, from Utah, Jalen Johnson, a big, tall, kind of like a Richard Sherman type physical guy. You know, Utah produces those just powerful press corners. So that should work perfectly. God, I I can't get enough of every time they show Belichick. Belichick did his uh, did his draft. I mean, every John Snyder's got twenty five screens. Belichick has one Mac one MacBook and one other work computer. And his dog Nike that he feeds treats to. I mean, does anyone give less shits? My favorite was you get some of these GMs that have all these screens, and then they show Belichick with two screens, or they show Coach Reed with some earphones and a screen. Like the draft is not that complicated. It, it really isn't. And I thought, gotta give the league some credit. I gotta give the coaches some credit. I thought this broadcast was a very uplifting experience. The the, the how happy the the kids were. You know, I'm talking about the kids, the GMs, and the coaches' kids. The coaches were all having a fun time. How emotional the players were with only their immediate family. I I thought it was a pretty pure, and you know, I'm pretty cynical individual sometimes, but I I thought it was a very pure couple, you know, two day broadcast. And we we don't get that very often. And in this time of quarantine, and we're all stuck at home, and the economy's in the tank, and we got 30 million unemployed. 
Uh, I, I know Twitter makes it seem like everyone loves quarantining. Everyone I know hates it. Uh, people are losing their ass, holding on for dear life economically. It's a weird time, even though we're trying. I'm trying to be positive here. And sometimes you're like, I got nothing to watch. I don't have anything to read. I just, I just want to watch a baseball game or a basketball game. And it just makes us value that now. This broadcast, and I was something that I think I got a little too caught up with the Corona Bros. I was like, God, the NFL should push this back. I'm so glad they didn't. And I'm so glad the NFL doesn't placate to Twitter and placate. Because in Twitter, you'll never, you'll never make them happy. You never will. When baseball comes back, UFC's coming back, golf's coming back, they're going to get crushed on Twitter. But you know what they'll do? They're going to do huge ratings. You know why? Because we're all going to watch and be so happy that it's on. Because we'll be miserable stuck at home. Especially as it gets 80, 90 degrees outside. So I, I, I'll take the L on that. Because I thought when it originally got scheduled, I was like, ah, they'd probably push it back. It was stupid. I, I, I was dumb. They, they should not have. They should have put this draft on. I'm, I'm glad they did. I'm glad you know, all the GMs and coaches, the younger ones, or, or the ones like under 50 with kids you know, that are 5, 6, 7, 8. What a cool moment. I, I think we all... You know, if you're listening to this, you're a big football fan. If, obviously, me, I mean, I've given my life to the sport and just sports in general. I I can't imagine being seven years old and having my dad running an NFL draft and getting to sit on the desk with him, how happy I'd be, and see him picking players. Like, what a a cool moment for those guys. Now, I don't know. It's going to be weird. The older they get, they're going to realize, like, God, that's that's peak life. I mean, it, it doesn't get much better. And just also how pure it is to see guys get drafted, crying with their families, having their mom, dad. I mean, most of these, because I guess the rules, they couldn't have 10 or plus people, but it's just like their mom, dad, their grandparents, maybe their girlfriend, their brother or sister. It's just, it's just a pure moment. I think sometimes in life, you know, we talk about all the shitty things and the doom and gloomers where it's like, God, I mean, we should be happy. And uh, I, I thought this NFL draft was overall pretty happy. That's, you know, there would be a lot more stuff, and I'll, I'll try to reconvene some thoughts for Monday, but I wanted to get something out uh, just on the first three days of the draft. Some teams I left out, and we'll, we'll try to get to it all over the next couple weeks. But, uh, wow, what a, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I'm kind of I'm kind of losing my voice. Tired. I feel like Roger Goodell, who just fell on the chair, just he, he gave it all for the draft. That's, that's what I feel. It's late at night on a Friday night. And just, just, just BSing a little football. Oh yeah, Tua. Um, I, I want to leave that out. I'm glad I see Jesse Palmer talking about it. That was. I give the Dolphins credit. They kind of smoke screened everyone. I didn't think they were going to take Tua. It kind of felt like he was going to fall. Clearly, they just fooled everyone. They didn't want anyone to jump him. They didn't have to use any of their picks to move forward. They got him at five. They kept their other three picks and all their picks in the second round. Pretty good move. Uh, they, they they had I, Austin Jackson, the the tackle from SC, is a little bit of a question mark. But if Tua's good, I think I saw on the ticker during the draft that the Dolphins haven't had a Pro Bowl quarterback since 1995. Daniel Marino. I don't even know if his name's Daniel, but it sounds a little better when you say it out, a little more mature. Uh, so if, if Tua's good, change the franchise. Appreciate everyone listening. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the weekend. I'll see you back at a regular scheduled time on, on, uh, on Tuesday morning. Sorry for giving you that little curveball, but, you know, it's the draft. Peace.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 